This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the December 12th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. More and more of a push to ban TikTok, which is a Chinese company and alleged to collect information of the users for later use. A federal appeals court upheld a lower court that prevented our government from, per, per Jonathan Turley, quote, forcing doctors with conscientious objections to perform gender transition surgeries, end quote. Elton John quits Twitter saying, quote, I've decided to no longer use Twitter given their recent change in policy, which allows misinformation to flourish unchecked, end quote. Elon Musk replied, quote, I love your music. Hope you come back. Is there any misinformation in particular that you're concerned about? End quote. My reply is, he seemed fine with mis misinformation. His problem must be a level playing field. More and more Twitter revelations are coming out that Twitter was stacked against conservatives and that our government was working with Twitter on which vo voices should be heard. I think COVID policy revelations will be fascinating. Third string quarterback and last player drafted Brock Purdy of the 49ers beats Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 35 to 7. Maybe Brady should have listened to his ex-wife. Just a thought on the recent prisoner exchange that freed Brittany Griner. The White House seemed to imply one reason we were willing to trade such a bad guy to get her release was because she is a gay black woman. That may put gay black women at a higher risk from evil regimes if they are perceived as having more ransom value. Moving on. It is reported that on Tuesday the Department of Energy will reveal that they achieved a fusion reaction that produces more energy than it uses. This is no small thing. When we think of nuclear power, we think of fission. Nasty uranium isotopes break up releasing neutrons that break up more uranium and releases energy in the process, and nuclear waste. The nuclear fusion process that will likely be harnessed to create electricity is the same process that happens in the sun. The combining of hydrogen isotopes to make helium and the release of lots of energy with no pollution. Maybe more helium balloons. This is good news, but still a long way to go to commercial production of electricity. I link to an article on this subject. Democrats voted to make the South Carolina primary first. Historically, the Iowa caucus and New Hampshire primary have been first and winnowed the field down to two or maybe three candidates. It bothered me that two lily-white states had such an impact on which candidates made it to the later stages of the presidential primary process. Let me opine for a moment on the primary process. We used to have far fewer primaries. As a way to increase democracy and let people have more control of the selection of presidential nominees, many more states now use primaries. I don't think that has worked out well based on the candidates we've been getting. We may not have liked the smoke-filled backroom way of picking the nominee, but at least they knew the candidates. I'm not suggesting we return to that method. I do wonder if we might follow the World Cup model. Maybe have four groups of primaries. Three states for each group would hold primaries. In this case, one winner comes out of each group and they go on to the knockout round that reduces the field to one nominee per party. 
The Daily Mail has a linked article by James Gordon that discusses a former Navy SEAL. Not just any Navy SEAL. This guy served more than 20 years, including time in SEAL Team 6. He was deployed 13 times and received many medals and ribbons. Per the author, quote, he came out as trance in an interview with Anderson Cooper in 2013. Beck under, underwent grueling facial feminization surgery, but stopped short of a full gender reassignment that would have switched his male genitalia to female private parts, end quote. His experience was publicized to normalize this issue. He now says it was, quote, the worst mistake of his life, end quote, and after only one hour with a medical professional, he was given hormones to start the process. He takes responsibility for his part of this. Quote, everything that happened to me for the last 10 years destroyed my life. I destroyed my life. I'm not a victim. I did this to myself, but I had help. I take full responsibility. I went on CNN and everything else, and that's why I'm here right now. I'm trying to correct that, end quote. He goes on to say, quote, I was used. I was very naive. I was in a really bad way, and I got taken advantage of. I got propagandized. I got used badly by a lot of people who had knowledge way beyond me. They knew what they were doing. I didn't, end quote. Via the author of the article, he argues that if a kid now says they are a tomboy or complain of feeling uncomfortable, that there are psychologists who quickly say, quote, oh, you're transgender, and then the next day you're on hormones, the same hormones they are using for medical castration for pedophiles. Now they are giving this to healthy 13-year-olds, end quote. I'm not totally against transitioning. I am against encouraging it to the point that it is misdiagnosed and that parents feel so cool for recognizing their children in the wrong body that they create the issue. I will leave it at that. Hannah Nightingale has a piece in American News titled Inclusive Virginia Restaurant Cancels Christmas Party After LGBTQ Staff Refuse to Serve Christians. Well, that sounds awful. The opening paragraph makes the case, quote, Welcome to the double standard of the left where some people believe Jack Phillips must be forced to create a wedding cake as part of the celebration of a same-sex ceremony, but any business should be able to deny basic goods and services to those who hold biblical values around marriage, end quote. I was ready to be offended and carry the water for my side. Then I paused for a moment and thought. I believe this was a private event in a private room for a Christian group that I assume opposes gay marriage. And I'm assuming not just a dinner, but a meeting. The LGBTQ plus staff felt uncomfortable and unsafe and did not want to serve them, so the reservation was canceled 90 minutes ahead of time. I can quibble with the unsafe part, but I understand the uncomfortable part. Here's my take. I don't think it was a standard reservation, but rather a private event. Attendees would likely come in and ask what room the XYZ meeting is in. To some, it might appear that the restaurant supported the ideas behind the group. I can understand a restaurant or other business saying, no, we don't want to participate. Just like I understand the Christian baker who does not want to supply an artistic, custom-made wedding cake 
for a same-sex marriage. He would sell anything that was standard or off the shelf. For all I know, he might do custom work if it did not get into the marriage thing. I hope the Christian group sues the restaurant. And I hope the Christian group loses, which would be an interesting precedent in the other cases. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.